0: Hey everybody! Welcome to the midweek podcast. It's uh, Pastor Josh and Carl. 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 One more time. Uh, this just pa- one more time. That's it. Oh man, uh, this is awkward. Got
1: awkward all of a <laughs> okay, right.
0: No, I, I just I get awkward. I don't know what to say, so then I, I say something like one more time. One more time. Yeah, it's not
1: actually. I one might more time. not be here next week, people. Oh, okay, this is this is getting <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry.
0: Go ahead. So so this week we're in Genesis thirty three uh, verses one to twenty. This is a story of Jacob finally meeting up with his brother Esau. And uh, this is this is a tough story, man. This is a tough, tough old story. Because here is so he, so the rundown is Jacob is finally going to meet his brother. There is four hundred men coming with his brother, so he's thinking, okay, well, I'm I'm getting killed. So here is Jacob. He's already had this experience with God where he's wrestled. He's changed as a person mm-hmm. uh, in this particular moment in time, but you still see some of the old habits kind of coming back through. Uh, partly in his cowardice, where he's sending out, you know, all these concubines first, and then his less preferred wife and kids, and then his most preferred wife and kids right. with him, just kind of sends them out in this like caravan. And finally, he sees his brother, and I'm sure he's terrified. But the reaction of Esau isn't like I'm going to kill you. It's he runs towards him and embraces him. Yeah, and shows him just all kinds of grace. Mercy. I mean, if there is a, a picture of this, another picture of this would be the prodigal son. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. In in the gospels. Yeah. I I think where, you know, this this person really deserves to be uh just blasted. And yet here is this brother that runs towards him, embraces him, offers then to go on some, you know, to take him to the to the town where he's from, right? Says, you know, I'll go with you. And Jacob puts him off twice. He says, No, 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 like this it's good. Like, we, we don't have to go there. And prior to that, Esau's like, well, why did you bring all these? Like, who are these people? Right. And they say, well, the, the, you know, these are, these are my wives or these are my relatives. Oh, cool. That's cool. Oh, my in-laws. Haven't met them yet. Wasn't invited to the wedding. <laughs> uh, and then he says, well, what do, what do you have all this livestock for? And Jacob says, well, it's for you. Yeah. This, this is a gift. I just want to make sure we're good. We're good, yeah. And he saw. I was like, I, I don't need that. Like, right. you keep it for yourself. No, 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 no. It's, it's no, no, for sure, for sure. This is a gift. And then he says, "Hey, I'll accompany you back to this place." And Jacob says, "No, I'm, I'm, I'm good." We got, we got slow people in the in the group. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We got. You know, we're, we're good. good. We're right. good. You know. Don't. Don't. Don't do that for right. us. And then he says no. but a second time, like I'll go behind you, right. and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll lead you there. And Jacob again says, Nah, I'm you know, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. And we, we'll meet you there. We'll meet you there. Yeah. And then end, they end up going to a different town all together and starting a whole life there. Yeah. And that's kind of how the chapter ends. Man, this is, what a strange, strange
1: relationship this is. And
0: is it a strange one or
1: is the issue still Jacob? Well, he certainly, again, I mean, I know of sitting, you know, reading, reading the the passage in 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 church, I was struck by like he does. He he met God. He wrestled with God, hmm. but there's still a lot of um, on his own terms in this story, yeah. um, which is interesting. Um, I mean, as an aside, I was actually wondering, I'd love to hear more of the backstory of how did Esau, cut, you know, go from angry, bitter yeah. older brother to welcoming with open arms i'd love to know what happened in his life because i don't i don't think we actually know right he just shows up being so i think that's man that's amazing obviously there was a work done there because he had a lot to be bitter about absolutely um but then yeah i mean again uh, jacob has this you know again he he, like you said he stacked things (laughs) so that he you know he put things he protected himself And then he, you know, once, once he realized that he wasn't going to get, you know, squished into the ground by his brother,
0: he went, he kind of just took things back on his own, on his own terms again. Well, not only that, he, he essentially, here's this moment of reconciliation of, okay. This is this is not what I thought it was going to be. Right. I, I know what I deserve. I know what I should get. And instead of the grace of Esau really giving him this platform to yeah. jump off of and be like, wow, this can change everything. He instead moves back into this whole idea of not trusting him still. Like, when's the hammer yeah. going to drop, really? Which sounds awfully familiar to me.
1: Well, well yeah. <laughs> in, my, in my own life. I, me too. Yeah. Um, cause I know, I know, I know, and I believe what I have are legitimate experiences with God. And I feel like, you know, it's been, it's been a life transforming thing. And I think they are, I think they are life transforming mm-hmm. things, but I do, you know, I, I do find it discouraging sometimes because I, I do that. I have that experience and yet I still find that tendency in me to be like, okay, God did not like, you know, strike me dead. Yeah. With lightning, and then I find myself going kind of back. Thankfully, not in the exact same direction, but certainly in a direction I'd I'd really rather not be. You know, in retrospect, um, which is I guess must just be the nature. And man, we might, I mean, just think how much how how sad that must make God or or what? But His patience with us is is incredible because I think by now I'd have lost patience with me.
0: Well, i I think that's a normal, I think that's a normal reaction. Because yeah. if if you kept caring for somebody, trying to convince them that look, like this is good, yeah, like if you had to do that to for your wife all of the time, or she had to do that for you, like I'm here, like I no, like I yeah, I know things were bad, right, but I'm here now. I'm not going to you know, there's not going to be any revenge. There's not going to be any oh, I'm going to shove this in your face all the time. Right. Like, like I, I, I think for many of us, even our relationship with God, when you think of, uh, of an Esau or like a father in the prodigal son story running towards somebody who doesn't deserve this kind of care and concern, right. like I think the natural thing is to say, well, wh- when are they going to hold this over my head at some point? Right. And Esau's not doing that. Through any, all of his actions, he's saying like, well, I don't want your stuff. Right. I'm willing to, you know, not only go accompany you, like if you need me to go to the back, I'll do that. And we can like we can get we can all get there at the same there, time. Yeah. Like he's obviously willing to let things go and move ahead, but Jacob's the problem. Jacob is continually holding on to stuff and saying, Well, yeah, okay, like I see that there's some change, but ultimately I don't trust right. that what you're saying is true. I get yeah. Yeah, and we do that with God all of the time. It's, it's so true. Which is,
1: again, you know, you step outside of it; it's mind-blowing because time after time after time, His faithfulness and His forgiveness and His grace is just like it's unending. But, but yet, it's not ever good enough, or or what, um, right? It's, yeah. I mean, again, it's one of those things where you know, Paul talks about how you know the things that you just hate. About yourself, mm-hmm. and those those are those those things where, I mean, again, I guess it's encouraging to to read about people like Jacob who had literally an experience with God, and still, we're in process. Yeah,
0: we're yeah. still struggling through it, and it, you know, I think that's the. I really think that that is a lifelong thing that we're all learning, is how to actually trust that what God says is done and accomplished it's done and accomplished yeah like we have a hard time with that and ultimately like it really comes down to we don't really trust a lot of the times that what he says is true take for example even like go all the way back to the garden like when they're hanging out in the garden and the serpent comes through and then all of a sudden he says did god really say like Eve automatically goes into a, hmm, well, he said, don't eat it or touch it. Right. And then he keeps going, and then the serpent keeps going on into this whole thing of like, he's actually trying to hold out on you. And Eve's like, shoot, (laughs) he's, he is trying to hold out on me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, well, we got to fix that. Or, you know, like who, who does he think he is? And, then they do the unthinkable and disobey. And then the rest of us are paying the consequences for the rest of the, you know, of, of human existence. Exactly. But here is this point in time where Eve just doesn't trust that God is as good as he says he is. Yeah. And Jacob is not trusting that the change in Esau is actually changed to the point of, it's not about revenge, it's actually about relationship. Right. And same with the prodigal son. No, curious, do you think that he didn't
1: trust that Esau wouldn't hurt him or did he, was it more about
0: Jacob's selfish ambition or, or they one on the same? See, I think ultimately at the, at the core of it, it's Jacob is projecting himself onto what's going on. Interesting. Cause I, a lot of times we think if it was me, yeah, if I had done to you what I did to you, I'd be going crazy. So yeah. how is it that you could show me grace here? How is it that right. you could show me? Right. So even th- take it with relationship with God. Like we have a difficult time trusting because if I was God and I was doing the things that I that I do to towards God or had done towards yeah. God, yeah. it would just be done. Yeah. It wouldn't be a wow, I'm going to be real patient with you. I'm going to walk with you through this. So I think for us it's a projection of and and wrongly an imperfect ideal of what human uh, justice is onto this uh, whole idea of grace, mercy, and care. No, oh, that's good, yeah. Right? Wow. Like, because ultimately, if I was God, I, I think everybody would just, just be dead. It. Just end it, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. L- like, we struggle. So even think about Endgame, okay? So if you haven't watched Endgame... Right. You're not spoiling it, are you? I, well... <laughs> Just Take, as a warning, everybody. Just as a warning. Well, no, not really. Okay. Um, because in the what was the movie previous? Infinity War. Infinity War. Yeah. At the end of that movie, Thanos, his whole thing is, I want to bring equilibrium to the uh, to the universe. Yeah. So he kills off half the population in the universe. Right. That I think is a myth a mythology that humans can understand. Yeah, totally identify. Yeah. Right. Because it's like when you look at Greek mythology, when you look at Babylonian mythology, when you look at Egyptian mythology, these gods have this like unending power where they're just like, done, we're done. Yeah. I'm not putting up with any of this stuff. If I don't want it, it's done. And here comes the Christian gospel that is completely upside down from that idea. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with uh, moving towards power. It has everything to do with being motivated by love predominantly. And so here is a God who can look at you and me and not project uh, and, and not think, well, you know what I'm going to do to those people? I'm going to eradicate them because he keeps screwing up. Yeah. It's a, uh, you're choosing your consequences, but I'm with you in the middle of your choices mm-hmm. and I want you to get better. And through my kindness, I really think that I can lead you to repentance. Hmm. That's different it is different and ultimately some people can never accept it and no I
1: think that's the biggest that's the biggest thing because it's it's free but sometimes you can't even accept a free thing because it's just it it's too much to even
0: comprehend but I accept I really think people can't accept it because they think there's a catch yeah yeah right like why would I take this when I did you wrong right like what's the catch and right and and again as we see in in the story that's exactly what happened and unfortunately i think you know when you when you read when you read the progression of how they got to this point i think you're right like what happened in esau's life <laughs> that he's running towards a brother that yeah. that screwed him over so many times i mean i'd be i'd be so curious cuz yeah he
1: had every right to to be pretty pretty frustrated with his brother and uh, um i mean essentially it's a lifelong that you know that one decision he made affects his whole life Absolutely. but we do hear that he is doing well and he's yeah. you know he's doing okay for himself and um i mean i'm actually looking forward to i don't know how how, how long we're going to be reading into this story for but uh i mean this is it's good and i'm curious to see where what happens but to hit for his story it's um man like yeah we're How how did he get to that place? And
0: tell me your secret, Esau. And ultimately, if you're looking for connections to the New Testament, Mm -hmm. this is an incredible picture of the gospel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Like if Jesus is the son of God, that means he's our brother. So here is brother to brother. One brother that has literally betrayed and hurt and caused pain to the other brother. Mm -hmm. And yet the older brother is willing to run towards the younger brother and love them and care for them Hmm. right like even when you think of um the story of the prodigal son Mm -hmm. when the dad is in pain in a jewish society at that particular moment in time why didn't the older son run after the younger brother yeah we don't we don't talk about him a lot do we? we don't and like ultimately this the the story of the prodigal son is that your badness is not enough to keep you away from the father and your goodness is actually enough to keep you away from him. Right, right. Right? Like, I mean, that's the ultimate point of it, but like when you think about the relational aspects of it, here in this story, you have a brother and a brother. Mm -hmm. Well, Jesus is our brother. Mm -hmm. In the family that we have with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, he is the brother that calls us to truly be human. He's the one showing us grace and mercy. He's the one going to the cross for us because the Father asked him to, hmm. willingly, actually. And so, like, when you look at this and, and the way that Jacob is still pushing him off, uh, pushing him off afterwards, yeah. we do that all of the time. Every day. We do that every, every day. day. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. It's hard. When's the hammer going to drop? Is, can I really trust that he's got my best interest at heart? can I really trust that he is, he does have my back mm-hmm. or that he's actually taking me to where I need to go? Like there is this whole paradigm with how we're, we interact with Jesus. Like we're Jacob, Jesus is Esau. And there is yeah. an incredible sense of, well, this is, it's, it's like looking in a mirror.
1: Yeah. I mean, and, and that's the thing is you know, Esau was, he, he kept inviting Jacob to come on this journey and, Jacob kept saying no. Mm. And Esau let him go. And I think, I mean, again, I think you mentioned earlier it's a very similar way.
0: We have this invitation. Absolutely. But he
1: doesn't he doesn't make us go on this journey.
0: No. No. And I you know, that's where yes, God is sovereign, but there's human responsibility. Yeah. We have to choose to go on this journey. Yeah. And he can invite us, we can continue to push him off, but at some point mm-hmm. we lose out on the relationship that could potentially be there. Mm. No, it's good. It's good. It's good.
1: It's good. It is good. Ultimately,
0: it is good. It's good. Well, that's just some stuff I think we just all need to think about. And uh, for those listening, here are some questions for you. When you look at the story of Jacob and Esau, if you're Jacob and Jesus is Esau, what are some ways that you have pushed Jesus off because you think that you don't deserve what he is offering you? What are some ways that you have maybe even thought, hmm, yeah, I'm willing to have this relationship, but on my terms? What does that look like for you? How's that worked out for you? What is holding you back from trusting that what Jesus has done for you, who he is, the fact that he willingly went to the cross for you means that you truly can have life and liberty and freedom in him? Do you trust that that is true, or are you waiting for the hammer to drop, like as though it's not really all what it's made up to be this whole Christian life? These are, I think, questions that you need to ask as a group. It's stuff that we need to think through for ourselves, because ultimately the only people that are losing out is us. We are the ones missing out on this incredible relationship with Christ that could be progressing and could look so different than us pushing him away, because we don't know if what he says is true. We say that we do a lot of lip service around we believe that what he says is true. And yet, our actions say something completely different. So today, the big question is, how is your life drawing Jesus closer rather than pushing him away? Because you think that he cannot be trusted? Do you ultimately trust that what he says is true? Just some thoughts for you this week. Well, if you're looking for any other podcast episode, please go to elamchurch.podbean.com or you can go to iTunes and search up Elam Church. We're right there. And if you're wondering about Elam Church overall, uh, if there's any way that we can serve you or help you out, uh, please go to elamchurch.ca and we are more than happy to connect with you. Check us out on Facebook and on uh, Instagram as well. Other than that, think about it. Do you trust that what God says is true. No, just cut that part out. Okay. Yeah, just cut that part because that sucked. <laughs> that was awful. Yeah. Just can you say like, um, okay, have a good week or something. Have a great week. Bye.